0: Welcome to the Intellectual Freedom Podcast. Here we analyze politics, culture, technology, personal growth and development, and society at large through the lens of critical thinking and open mindedness, not demagoguery and partisan hyperbole. Dr. David Hopkins, humanities professor, your hosting guide. So without further delay, let's get started. Glad. You are listening in to the episode today. You know, this is a huge day for me personally. I have officially launched my first course, The Optimal Health System to the general public. And I've never done this before. Never written a book or built a course for the general public. Always just in my humanities profession, inside my sphere of higher education. I've never really ever tried to produce content to the general public until this podcast So it's been quite an adventure for sure. I hope you'll check out the course. If you go to Facebook, I have a page, The Optimal Health System, and there you can learn about the product and enroll if you want to. I intentionally made this product uh, cheap, or I could say economical, and and you can literally start today. You get an ebook, which I've written, an audio book, and a full interactive online course with video talk private discussion forums, which I'll be leading that'll guide you through the entire system. Basically though, this course is a means to break through barriers, whether physical with weight or health or higher energy levels or intellectual becoming more focused, sharp, alert, conscientious, thinking more critically and happy or even spiritual finding your purpose or in your, in your personal life or maybe even your career. The point is to reach a higher level of peace, happiness, contentment. Thus the name Optimal Health System. This actually became a how-to manual on my life um, since last July 7th in 2020 when I was in the ER again, a second time with abdominal problems. I say again because this has been ongoing for me For about four years and finally this last July I made radical shifts in my behaviors which has led to incredible changes in my life personally. So I break it down really simply. You know complexity and as I was researching for myself to improve myself and what I should be doing in my life to get to a higher level I ran across something that I think is so critical that complexity is actually the enemy of execution. How many times have we got ourselves started, involved, and beginning in stuff and then just quit? But what I found in researching and implementing in my own life, there are seven actions or daily habits that if you can just embed these into your life, You'll make it dramatic advances and you can embed these things, whether you're working full time or stay at home mom or wherever I work full time and I have all kinds of stuff going on around me all the time. But yet I was still able to make this happen. You know, the crazy thing is none of these things that you learn about are complex at all. They are very simple. Thus, you know the title of my ebook is actually "Simple Truths," that basically will jumpstart you on a new path. I hope you'll check it out. And oh, by the way, if it doesn't work for you, there's a one hundred percent refund guarantee. I, I literally don't want your money if you don't find value in it. I'm I'm not a salesman by trade, and I don't want money from anyone not satisfied with it. So I did this, though, because I know it works. As in fact, I literally live this book. I live this course every day. Um, And as we work together, I'll be talking to you about how I implement. But I would love to work with you in the class if it interests you. So check it out. So this leads me to my topic for the day, which I explore in detail in the course. It's something called complexity bias. And you can't miss this. Because when I really started digging in how to overcome some of my health problems, my intellectual problems, this one thing stood out to me in like flashing neon signage, and it really shaped me in how I approach things now. It's a logical fallacy in reasoning that leads us to believe that things have to be really complex to work. Now, before you say, ah, oh, that's that's not me. I like it really easy and simple. The reality is most people say this, but don't in fact believe it and don't in fact act in the same way they proclaim as there is a very strong tendency, especially in our postmodern world that that we live in, where when we're faced with two competing hypotheses or two competing options of things, we are likely to choose the more complex one. And we choose this because we have this underlying belief that if it's complex, it must be good. We choose the option with the most assumptions and the most regressions. And as a result, when we need to solve a problem, we oftentimes ignore very simple solutions, dismissing them or discarding them that, oh, that will never work. And instead, we favor complex ones. Oh, those things that are sophisticated, high-tech, learned, cultured, are almost always favored over simple, straightforward, common-sense solutions. We say it isn't true, but it is a reality in many ways. Complexity bias is our tendency in simple terms to look at problems and view them as having many parts that are incredibly difficult to understand. Thus, of course, there could be no way that a simple solution could quote unquote fix the problem. It must require a really sophisticated answer. I don't want to ever fall into the realm of being so rigid and dogmatic as of course there are problems in life that require a sophisticated set of solutions. If I, for example, trying to solve the unemployment problem in America today, it's pretty complicated, right? We have outrageously high unemployment money being paid. The people don't want to go back to work. But we also have childcare issues. We also have states and municipalities that are still closed from COVID. We have a global workforce that can be taken away from jobs. We have exportation of jobs. We have a changing workforce due to technology and AI. And we may not have the right education matches for the current job set. Uh, new work models from work at home. We have hybrid work. All of these things are impacting various cities, towns, municipalities differently. Um, so there are things that are incredibly complex. To say so would be disingenuous. But that's not usually the case when we get down to our level where you and I live, walk, eat, breathe every day. You know, a person who feels tired all the time may run to their doctor and insist on running an entire blood workup or any number of scans and complex tests while ignoring the fact that they are unambiguously sleep deprived. Someone experiencing financial difficulties may stress over the technicalities and how outrageous it is as a telephone bill or that gas prices have jumped recently while ignoring large sums of money they spend on cocktails in restaurants. Someone overweight may think they need to buy this really sophisticated home gym. You ever see that new mirror? That thing is crazy. You can literally, there's someone projected like in a, And uh, 3D imagery on a a mirror screen that's your personal trainer. How crazy is that? But people will buy these home gyms, these streaming personal trainers, specifically tailored diets based on a perfect balance of macro and micronutrients. When in reality, what they need to do is take a walk every day, eat fruits and vegetables, and stop going to McDonald's drive-thru every day after work. See, here's the truth the stone-cold-hard truth. We do live in a very complex world, but so much of life as it pertains to your physical body, your mind, and your spirit requires very, very simple actions and activities. Humans have been conditioned and evolved over time to survive and, yes, thrive, without tons of complexity. This is a purely modern phenomena. We actually do great the more simple we keep things. Notice I didn't say easy, because to make that shift, to make that break, to, to overcome critical mass, it's not going to be easy, but the things that you need to do are actually, in practice, incredibly simple. See, but our bias towards the complex, if we're not careful, is going to take us to this realm of confusion. The more complex and, and uh, complicated, confusing things get, it can lead to procrastination, excuses, not, now, not knowing how or where to start. And thus, while well, these problems don't get fixed because the solutions have become so complex, we have literally mentally built in a procrastination mechanism, an excuse mechanism. I think we shy away from the simple because the simple can be implemented immediately The simple leaves no room for excuses. The simple holds you accountable day one. Intellectually complex things have so many facets, so many variables that require in-depth thought and analysis and critiquing and evaluating that, well, if it goes on too much, it becomes really hard to pinpoint things and, and nail them down. How many times have we heard politicians lament how, quote-unquote, complex, the issues in Washington, D.C., and the swamp are. They're just so hard. You know, making laws are just like making sausage. You know, it's really ugly, messy, and difficult. But I don't want to get into the political game here, but I think you get the point. One of the reasons that I found complexity bias so interesting is because the majority of cognitive biases occur in order to save mental energy. For example, confirmation bias enables us to avoid the effort associated with updating our beliefs. We stick to our existing opinions and ignore information that contradicts them. Well, because they're hard. Availability bias is a means of avoiding the effort of considering everything we know about a topic. Again gives us a rationale and a reason not to do something. But complexity bias is, in fact, one of the most dangerous cognitive shortcuts. By opting for impenetrable or challenging or very sophisticated solutions or complex one, we literally just build in that easy button so that we can sidestep the need to understand. Of the fight or flight responses, complexity bias is a flight response. Complexity bias gives you an out to turn away, to run away from a problem or concept and labeling because you can label it as too confusing. See, when we build something up as really great because it is complex, but then once we get into it, into it and it becomes harder, as achieving anything meaningful actually is going to get harder, then the person has a built-in scapegoat to simply surrender responsibility because, oh my goodness, it was just too hard. It was just too confusing. It was just too complicated. See, you can buy into the greatest diet ever system, spend $1200 to join and you get an app and you get a pre-planned diet and it's based on your specific height weight macros and goals and there can be all kinds of blood blood tests to make sure you're getting all the right nutrients and you get this system to order the food and it's going to be delivered with a recipe and you gotta cook the food a very specific way and you track the food that's consumed and you follow this trainer on a streaming video and the whole thing's packaged with state-of-the-art monitoring on a, on a iPhone or a iWatch, whatever you call them, blah, blah, blah. You can get in the middle of all that mess if you want. Or you could just eat a whole foods diet of primarily fruits and vegetables cut out the processed sugar, and walk every night for 30 minutes. See, option one, it would look so pretty in the marketing material, but there's so many things that can go wrong. There's so many things that could push you out of staying on track. But the simple option, well, it's just you, and you didn't execute. The failure and the blame game isn't nearly as easy when you keep things simple. That's why complexity bias is so dangerous in personal development, whether it's physical, mental, or spiritual. We make things so hard and complicated, but really to reach success and happiness, you only need to do a few things every day For the rest of your life, make lifestyle changes and your entire life will change forever. So my book, Simple Truths Identified Across the Mind, the Body, and the Spirit, seven things. I look all the way back to the ancient Greeks and even into Eastern mythologies and philosophies that can be validated today by modern science and data. And I personally do these seven things every day. And yes, I work full time. And yes, I have a full plate of other activities too. I don't just sit around podcasting all day. See, faced with too much information or being stuck in a rut for a long time on a particular topic or a task or some lifestyle issue. We see the problem as being way more complex than it actually is. We need to cut out the BS, cut out the fat, and focus on simple, daily, executable tasks in every facet of life. I found that simplicity is an incredible virtue. Maybe the greatest virtue that is almost despised and mocked and looked down on by modern society. But it requires hard work to achieve it and education to appreciate it. And to make matters worse, complexity sells so much better. We're so easily duped by the latest and greatest in society. So the challenge today to everyone is whatever you're stuck in or whatever you're contemplating taking on, or maybe you're in the major middle of a major struggle right now. The challenge would be to you to simplify it, to break it down, make it something you can take on again and again and again and chip away at that thing, whatever that thing might be. As when you break things down small, break them down simple, an incredible thing starts to happen really complex, wonderful things start to happen. So even as you hear this, and you don't know exactly what you want or should do, but you want to improve your overall state of happiness and well-being, check out the Optimal Health System. It may it may help jumpstart you in ways you never would have ever considered before. But we have to kill this demon known as complexity bias. And when we see it, we need to reject it straight away. Thank you for listening to the podcast today. I appreciate you listening, and I hope this helps you to be on alert to avoid complexity bias and really challenge yourself to dive down into simple solutions for things. As most of the time, when you cut through all the complexity and noise, Most often, at the core, the problem and the solution is with you. If you enjoyed the podcast, click like or follow and you'll be alerted when new episodes come available. Until the next episode, have a great day and a wonderful week.